J.T. Crowley is Talking Books. On this show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, I'm J.T. Crowley and I'm super excited to have on my show today Paola Iglesias and her children Oscar and Emmeline to talk about the book Words Choose Wisely. Paola was born in Buenos Aires in Argentina and at the age of six months emigrated with her parents to Australia for what they all saw as a better life. Paola currently lives in Sydney as an architect designing dream homes for people. Paola strongly believes that everyone has language at their disposal, but how they choose to use that language can have a significant effect on those around them, and that people should carefully consider the words they use when talking to people. Some words, although spelt the same, can have different meanings when used in varying circumstances, and what might be a perfectly innocent word in its own right can, when taken in the wrong context, be harmful and when used persistently over a long period of time, can be considered as a form of verbal bullying, leading those who are being addressed in this fashion to be demeaned, belittled. Negative words can have a profound, long-lasting effect to the intent, so-called target, so much so the impact of those ill-judged words can bring about life-threatening situations. Paola believes we need to educate young minds so that they understand the implications of the words they choose to use when speaking to others at times can be harmful. So, in conclusion with her son, Oscar's illustrations, she wrote the book, Words Choose Wisely. So let's get a better understanding of this book and also talk to Oscar about the wonderful illustrations, the stick characters, I call them, and he's quite happy, everybody, for me to call them stick characters. Let's invite them on the show. So, Paula, Emily, Oscar, come and join me on the show. Hi. Hello, John. Good, Good to, to speak to you guys. And for those who, um, I perhaps have not said, but this family, they live in Sydney in Australia. So, for me, it's eight o'clock in the morning here in the United Kingdom. And for them, it's five o'clock in the evening. Bit of a time difference. But there you go. Paula, words can be complimentary, but when used in the wrong context, be that naively or purposefully, they can have a devastating effect on those around them, particularly if they're used to demean a person over a sustained period. Would you agree? Uh, very much so. And often it's the most subtle words that you don't, um, you don't think that have any effect, but particularly on your children, a negative comment um, doesn't mean that they have to be amazing all the time, but how you say those words to them is most important in terms of boosting their confidence, making them feel important in your family, making them feel valued and making their opinions feel valued. Oh, totally. And was this the, the main reason that you wrote this book, to draw attention to ill-judged words and how harmful they can be, and that to address this area, we need to start with young minds? 
Absolutely, because a lot of uh, children, especially um, bullies, bullies are not born bullies. No. People don't, don't, aren't born with ill intentions. But over time, they use their words in a way that does have a bullying effect on other people. And they should, and kids should understand that. So if you tell somebody that they're not good at something or you're dumb, you're, it doesn't make them feel great. I mean, there's no, there's no reason to call somebody stupid because, you know, you might be joking around, but that might hurt somebody's feelings or might, um, or if you continue to question them, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? It's a question like why is also, it, it, it makes you doubt yourself. So for children, especially when, as they're growing up, especially in a family, you should make them feel that their opinions are valued, that what they have to say is important. And you might disagree with them, but that's okay. You let them express themselves and that's the key. It is because I mean, sometimes, you know, you can use words over a long period of time, you know, oh, you're, a, you're, you're boring, you're not interesting. Um, um, why are you doing this? And, you know, constantly being asked that that can be um, severely undermining and affect a person's uh, personality in the end, couldn't it? Well, in the long term, um, as an adult, it, it has an impact. Yes. And then because as an adult, then you speak that way to other people. Yes. And, that, and then that has an impact. So it's a very, it's a long lasting, um, words are long lasting and they don't go away. They no, kind of, they sort of, they linger. <laughs> And you think about them. <laughs> they do. Emmeline, your mother thinks young people like yourself should be made aware of the choice of words they use when talking to your own friends around you. As okay. words, as I said, can be complimentary and harmful, depending on the people who you're talking to. Do you agree with your mum here? What's your view here, Emmeline? Um, I definitely agree with her because it really depends on what you say. Um, like what she said, um, like if you call someone stupid, then it obviously makes the other person feel bad. And sometimes um, the person who calls you a mean thing might be having something bad at home that isn't that good. So they just take it out on someone else. Absolutely. And I think it's fair enough to say that very often bullies are cowards in their own way. Mm -hmm. They're hiding something. Would you all agree? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Oscar, you were 13 uh, when you colluded with your mum to do the illustrations. They're yeah. simple, uh, but to me effective. Would you like to talk us through some of the illustrations and what they mean to you? And for example, on page 19 of the book, you have what I see as stick characters and you're quite happy for me to call them stick characters. Yes. On one side of the divide, you have two characters with angry faces, not facing each other. And on the other side, you have the characters embracing each other. What are you trying to say here, Oscar? Well, on the side on the left, from, from when you're looking at it, they're obviously angry at each other and they're both looking away. And it's making both of them angry and they're both disappointed in each other. Whereas on the other side, they're both being happy together and they're both embracing it. And overall, they're both happy, 
whereas the other people are both angry. So if you're treating people in a nice way, they'll treat you in a nice way in, in return and you'll both be happy. And if you treat someone in a bad way, they'll treat you bad or you'll make them feel bad and then you'll both be sad as a result. I think that is a fantastic answer. I couldn't put it better myself. The, the other illustration I want to uh, take you to, Oscar, is on page 23. Now, this illustration caught my eye. And it's the illustration where you have got on one side of the divide, um, one of the characters, the stick characters with an angry face pointing at the uh, other stick character who's got tears in their eyes, tears flowing down their cheeks. And there was a bubble, a series of bubbles above the head of the angry person. And you've got, you know, you've got uh, people sitting around a table. Now on the other divide, you have got smiley faces. And even when you look at the table of the people sitting in that bubble at the top, they're all smiling. What's the point behind this illustration? What are you getting at? This is supposed to show how the influence of your family can affect you directly and how you treat other people. So in the one where the guy is being angry and is being saying bad things to someone who's already sad, if you look in the image, the, at the dinner table, they're all feeling sad. They're not, it's not a very welcoming environment. So he's suffering or struggling at home and feels just to take it out on other people. And then in the other one where they're smiling, they're all supportive of each other and they're all having a nice time. So it overall means that that person is a happy person. So he's, he doesn't need to feel, feel good out of making someone else feel bad. So he, he makes them feel good instead and they both feel good as a result. Yes. I thought that's what the message was. And I have to say, Oscar, it is brilliantly captured in your illustrations. I think when people see the book and they'll see, yes, they are very simple illustrations, but there are very deep meanings behind them, aren't there, Oscar? Yes, thank you. No, thank you. Emmeline, Oscar, since your mother wrote this book, are you both more conscious about the words you choose when talking to people, especially your friends? Yeah, most definitely. Like, you can understand now that even saying a joking thing that you might have said and thought it would be funny has an impact on them. And even though you think that they'll be fine and they'll laugh it off, they might actually take it a bit closer than you expect. So you should just be careful about what you say to people, even if they are close friends, and especially because they might trust you and think that what you're saying is true. Emmeline, would you agree with Oscar? Yes, I would agree with Oscar. Wow. <laughs> Paula, can I come back to you? Yes, of course. Since the kids have taken the show over. <laughs> well, that's good. It's a book for kids to it's learn. It's a book for so. kids, everyone. Yes, it is a book for kids. Uh, this is why I asked if the kids would come on because this is, it's all about, you know, kids. And it's written for kids. Or shall I say, young people, to be more young appropriate. People, I think definitely. it's not fair to say, Emmeline and um, Oscar, young kids, you're young people. <laughs> Um, the book is written in three languages, English, yes. Spanish, and French. Why is yes. that? Or was this for you well, trying to reach a, a more global market with your book? Well, I believe it's, it, it's very much a global issue. And 
as it sort of describes in the book, it's not about how rich you are, how much money you have, where you are in life. It's, it, it affects everybody. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It's, it's a, and it, it, it happens all over the world. Our bullies exist everywhere. Um, so I thought, well, I have the opportunity to speak French, English and Spanish, so why not share that message with everybody in, in the best way I know how, which is through words. So that, that's why I thought since, since I have that opportunity, that's a, a good thing to do, to broaden my reach, a message for everyone. Because so I words, hold it very dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of words can be used in any language and there's no uh, geographical boundaries, is there? No, not at all. No. Um, this book for me, Paula, um, is you making people, in particular young people, to be more aware of the words they choose to speak to those around them. And having chatted to you over the last few days and having learnt a little bit about yourself, I think this book you've purposely written to convey a message, messages that have come from your own personal life, experiences, both recently and over a sustained period. Would you care to open up to everybody? Am I right here? That was the reason you wrote this book? This is from my heart? Very much so. Um, I felt um, for many years that, you know, what I had to say was not important, that, um, that I, I was made to feel insignificant over time, just with small words. Nothing, nothing harmful, nothing rude, nothing that says, you know, oh, it was just a questioning constantly. So I understand the impact of it. I know the impact that it had on me, which was quite severe. So, um, and unfortunately, my children had to see that, which is most unfortunate. But that's, um, that's something that I thought that writing this book, for, for them also to understand how important it is for them to know that what they say and how they say it is, um, affects people. Absolutely. And um, I'm just going to go just off the track a little bit here. I was, um, when I worked in the bank, uh, we went on a course about body language and I've just picked up the body language that you were talking there and Oscar put his arm around you as support. Mm -hmm. He did it without, you know, there was no, uh, he wasn't conscious of doing it. Yes, he just automatically did it. And that so body language is just as important, everybody, as words. Absolutely. Because sometimes people say something, Emmeline, but they don't their body language is saying they don't mean it. And that, again, is harmful and another form of bullying. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the beauty about children, because children don't have all the baggage and all the, the things that make them judge what actions they should be doing. So it's a very spontaneous, and, and that's, what's the, that's the beauty about children. And as parents, it's up to us to nurture that so that they continue to be passionate and empathetic and, and not stop doing those things. Oh, absolutely. Paula, I quite like the sentence you use on page 18. Quick flick through the book here. <laughs> <laughs> so... And I'm going to see what it is. 
So this is the sentence. This is the line of it. So imagine the impacts of your words on others, just like those words can make you friend or a bully. Which are you? Think about it. Which would you rather be? You have a choice. This is quite a strong message for young kids, young, young adults, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, that was the, it's, and ultimately that, that's exactly what it's about. In life, we all have a choice as to how, um, how we can make others feel. And so if, if we know that what we're doing is not right and that it's going to hurt someone, then perhaps think about it and say, well, if I said that to myself, how would I feel? And often we, we bully ourselves by telling us ourselves these things too. So words, we have to choose what we say to others, what we say to ourselves and um, be, be open to, to thinking a little bit more about what we say. You know, um, You know, we say we learn how to treat others from our own families. And Oscar touched on this when some of the illustrations, uh, which I thought were, you know, again, was wonderful. Um, do we, um, you know, so do we like, you know, it's, it's about how we like to be treated at home. Uh, do we uh, like how we are spoken to? Um, how do we like to make others feel? Uh, words are important. You cannot take back words once they are out there. Now, you've already, all three of you said this, but you actually say this in the book itself. Mm -hmm. This is quite a significant message you're getting across here. And this comes from the heart and your own personal experiences. I'm right here, aren't I? Uh, very much so, because words are not like somebody punching you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're things that... Um, oh, words that, can't punch like, you. That's it, but they don't leave physical bruises that people can see. Yeah. And so often um, it's not understood why you've reacted a certain way or what, what impact that has had on you in the long term. Um, you know, if you're constantly telling your child that they're not that great, well, they're not going to feel great and nothing you do will make them... It will make they're not going to feel great if you're you as a parent are not telling them that they're that they're good and if someone else tells you that mm. it also has an impact i mean when you look at the book everybody yes it's a very short book it's a very small book and on each page there's not a lot on each page there's a sentence or a couple of lines in each language english french and spanish it's not the volume here it's what's the underlying message that that sentence has and it, there are a lot of question marks in these uh, sentences so the purpose of the book everybody is, is to make people young minds think i'm right aren't i that's the whole yes. purpose of the book Ab absolutely it's not to tell people what to think because obviously there's lots of different cultural things that influence how people think, but it's just to make you feel that, um, think about what you might say. Like, in, in regardless of where you come from, attaching whatever cultural background you have, um, whatever's appropriate for your background, for your background um, that's, that's really the, the message. 
And the illustrations, Oscar, again, they are quite simple. But you've got to search the faces and what's in those bubbles to see what the message is. I'm right, yeah. aren't I? Yeah, so most of the images, not only do they show you, like, the, the first glance, it sort of tells you what's going on. But in some of the images, like, especially that one with the, the dinner, where you've got the people on the table's influence, it shows how you can't just learn it by looking at it straight away. You have to actually care enough about the topic to spend some time into actually looking about it, looking about important things in photos. And like in the, these images, it shows you how, although on the outside they seem the same, the inside is actually what makes most of the difference. So it's more about your upbringing and how you can be impacted and how your emotions inside affect how you treat other people around you, especially if you are heavily influenced or have a, a tough time at home, then you'll very much reflect that in how you treat other people outside of, outside of your house or at school. Emmeline, would you agree? Yes, I would agree. <laughs> wow. Um, <clears throat> you know, again, I think, Oscar, you've, pre, you've prejudged the next question here. Your book is full of underlying thoughts, not only for young minds, but I would say for society as a whole to think about. Where can people get your book, Paula? Um, it's available on Amazon and Booktopia. Um, and in Sydney, it's on, on Dimex Online um, and Barnes and & Noble in, um, in America. And it, it comes as an e-book as well, which is a simpler version which is easy to use, easy to project. Um, and the idea is that the, my, my simple idea is that it be shared with everyone, regardless of where they are, because it's, it's not, whilst it is a children's book, it does actually, um, Have grown up it messages. is actually for adults as well, because think about how you talk to your children, think about how you talk to your coworkers. As a boss, think about how you talk to your staff because if you, you know, if you want great performance, you've got to talk to your staff nicely. If you want, um, as a teacher, if you, you want your students to respond to you, well, yelling at them is not going to be the answer. So, no. <laughs> so it's, it's really actually a book for everybody, but it's written quite simply so that everyone can understand it. And it sort of starts, I think, with kids and can yeah. go from there. Um, because, you know, when you worked, uh, say when I worked in a bank, you, um, there was a way of getting people to do something. You don't have to push them, um, be demanding. You can ask politely, but yet firmly. Yeah. And there's a difference. Very much so. You can tell somebody to do something by using a different word. And that's what this book is about, everybody. So it doesn't come across as bullying or um, being harmful or spiteful to your people who you work with or your friends or, um, you know, people around you. And that's what this book is all about. It's simple, it's plain, but there are a lot of thoughts and messages um, to consider here. What, uh, Paula... Do you want people, especially young people, to take away from your 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 writing um, as a general whole? 
as a general, it's really just to be more mindful of, of um, in our society, it's so easy to, to be overwhelmed by so many things. Um, so to be mindful, particularly of the words that we have access to, is really quite important because those words, all of them, have an impact on, on those around you. But do you agree, Oscar, that even, um, you know, when you play your sports, you play your football, your actions and your uh, words that you use on the playing field are, you know, to be carefully thought through? Well, yes, most definitely, because although you might, some people might use the excuse of it's part of the game or you're using it only at the time to try and, influence them into a bad mistake, they still mean something and they're still words. And as you know, you can't take words back. So I think even though you're you're on the different team to them in a sporting sense, you're all on the same side when it comes to emotions and treating each other fairly. So you should still try and treat them nicely. Just like maybe just not be mean to them. It doesn't matter if you're better or worse than them at the game you're playing. You should just treat them as if they're human. I think I don't think you should be mean to them just because you feel like it. Emmeline, what do you think here? Do you treat your friends nicely? Do they treat you nicely? Uh, yes, they do. Um, I also play a few sports. I play gymna- I, I do gymnastics and I, wow. I'm playing netball right now. So um, after the game today for netball, we all um, said good game because like we're still being nice in the way, even though my team won. But um, hey. that doesn't really matter in the end. It's about competing, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I've certainly, you know, learned a lot from your book, Paula, and it's made me think quite a bit and to reflect on some of the words that I use to people at times. And so for me, it's been a very powerful book. It's a short book, everybody. It's a simple, structured, but powerful book. So I simply say, you know, so go and give Paula Iglesias a read, everybody. And... Show the books to your, your kids, to your, you know, to the young minds and just let them read it for themselves and then contemplate what do these words mean in this book and let them think for themselves, you know, let them answer the questions, let them think for themselves um, how they react and talk to their friends around them in school and, um, and in sport in general. Um, so I think you know, that the choice of the title of the book, Words Choose Wisely, was brilliant. It absolutely sums it all up. So three words, three very powerful words, everybody, sum this book up. And I just want to say um, congratulations and thank you to all three of you for been involved in this book but I have to ask now um, Emmeline and Oscar are you very proud of your mum? Yeah we're definitely proud of her and how she's not only able to excel in her work but she can also write a book and can use her skills to help other people not just herself. It's great to be able to help the community and make sure that everyone can improve and yeah as the book means 
be nice to everyone. Absolutely. And even, you know, and one day perhaps your mum will design you a dream home. What do you reckon, guys? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she might waive her fees. Do you think so? Oh, I'm not sure about that. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? I'm not sure about that. Yes. They might get a discount. They're not getting them waived. <laughs> I simply was to say, Paula, Emmeline, Oscar, thank you so much for coming on my show today. Thank, thank you, you John. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's been a huge pleasure. As I say at the end of each week, everybody, I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you are in the world. So until next time, stay safe.